0: everybody to
1: after the checkers this is uh after the checkers with kyle hall and i am uh, i say every show i am so honored to have this guest with me and today i everyone knows that watches this show i'm an announcer i've been an announcer for a long time and everything i've ever done combined is in pale in comparison to this guy that's that's sitting here with me tonight ron kroge uh a hall of famer a bona fide legend in his field, uh, a hero of mine in the dirt track world. I, I, it's
0: so exciting to have you on here, Ron. How have you been? I've been real good, Kyle. Nice to nice nice to talk to you. I enjoy Absolutely. your show here, and I appreciate you taking the time to, to visit with me a little bit here.
1: Absolutely. So, um, so you are retired. Uh, from announcing a little bit kind of like a, you're taking a sabbatical like what 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 is the official status of ron's announcing career
0: yeah i i tell you what uh to get take you back to this thing a little bit the, the last year or two i hadn't been feeling real good i've been fighting blood pressure and, and weight and stuff so i had to you know take a little better care of myself so uh what i did uh, i i did uh, step aside at biking speedway on saturday nights and and. Yep. Uh, uh, that was a two-part deal, really, because, number one, I thought, you know, uh, the doctor said you got to cut back. Do you take care of yourself? Well, I'll, I'll move you ahead here in a minute. But anyway, I, uh, I stepped aside there and, and uh, to get freed up my weekends because I've got a little cabin out here by Arlington Lake, and my wife and I go out there. I've not awesome. been with her for 33 years. I've been going to Alexandria on Saturdays. And I thought, yeah. maybe it's time I go spend a few Saturdays with her, too. And, yeah. And so – you know, she's been really good about this. I tell you what, Kyle has been. Uh, that's how many years I've been a Viking and you know, I can, you know, it seemed like every weekend the family would go out there on Saturday. Well, I'd come Sunday, they were all going home. You know, yeah, exa- you're, exactly. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, I so but then I, so I had to clean up my act. So I really cut back on everything. I clean up, uh, no alcohol. Lost about thirty pounds. Good for I said, God, I, I feel so good right now. I wish I wouldn't have retired <laughs> from that track. So here I said, but I am still doing KRA Speedway at Wilmer on Thursday nights. Yep. And I still do uh, the I 94 track, which I live in Fergus here, which is kind right. of a no brainer, as long as they'll have me back there, you know, and, and uh, hopefully they, they won't fire me up this year. But so yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm still at those two tracks right now. So the Saturdays, Sundays, I'd step inside the Buffalo River here a few years ago Yeah, yep. just for the same reason, kind of to get my Sundays free so I could spend a little time with the family on the weekends and uh and and it's worked out but uh yeah. it's gonna be weird i i'm gonna miss you know viking was a big part of my life for a long time Heck yeah yeah you know you know how it is you with you you're with your jobs over there too you get to a point where these people are part of your family I absolutely mean, I tell you and i'm i'm gonna be a little stir crazy on saturday night trying to be sitting out there on a boat trying to fish thinking God, I wonder what them race cars are doing right now. I can see them going into turn one. There's two lines tonight. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah I, two <laughs> lines. Of, man, just, oh, oh, god, just to see that last lap pass and the excitement of that, you know. So yeah, but uh, is, but that's where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'm feeling probably as good as I have in years. I said, well, you know what? I'm gonna probably go two this year. But if I could find four tracks to work out again next year, that's what I did for about 20 years. I did four yeah, tracks, you that's, know. That's that's. Uh, I said that's, I'd, that's I'd love to do that again, but I'm not gonna worry about that right now. We're gonna you know. Take enjoy this year as it is. Yeah, enjoy the weekends and and uh, you know, like I said, I'm getting I'm 71 years old, so I got to yeah. start thinking about cutbacks someday. But, you now like I said, I still love the sport. I think like you, uh, I think we both know how much how passionate we are about this yeah. thing, and it's just uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing the people you meet. Uh, the not only the racers, the crew members, uh, you know, the people that sponsor. Uh, there's just so, so many people. The guy that works at the back gate. There's some great people out there that. Yeah you you get to a point where you know you feel like you you know they they're, they should be in the house with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's very true what you say because there's
1: there's you think you know them like there's there's like you you talk to those people for literally maybe 5 or 10 minutes a week for 20 or 22 mm-hmm. weeks a year and and then you take 6 months off and the first the opening night of the of the of the season you walk in you're like hey how you doing like it was last week that we were here kind of thing and it's it's when when one of those people isn't there or whatever it is it's it feels weird it feels really weird the concession stand people and being at the track so early like you and I are you know from time to time it is uh and doing your walk around and hey how you been and it's just there's so much camaraderie and community and it's it's man, it's like nothing else. It's addictive to be at that track. Uh, And I think that's a lot of what you're talking about. 33 years at Viking Speedway. and, And I'm sure, like you're saying, for two decades, four nights a week. That is insane, Ron. Like, that is crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's funny. You know, I, 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 like I said, I'll be honest with you in the old days when I was traveling, especially going to Wilmer, Montevideo and Madison. So they reach all hundred mile drives. Yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> but, no, but I've been yeah, lucky that's... Now, it's, it's pretty, you know, I had at the end here, the last few years and I had Buffalo river, which is 45 miles north, Alexandria, 45 miles south, Ferguson, oh, which is sure. right here. Uh, and then I had my Thursday trips to Wilmer, which I've been doing since 2001, you know, and, yeah. and they've been good people down there. And then, you know, like I said, it, uh, it uh it's just uh, one of those things but uh, yep. you know I says I I can't complain I see these racers what they do they're going five or six nights a week pulling yeah. race cars wrecking them fixing them and racing. The race that's nice. crazy
1: <laughs> yeah no that's crazy that's super crazy but I'll I'll give you cuz I took a, a 3 4 year period of time like where I haven't been announcing um yeah. I, I, not that I can offer any advice to you in the announcing yeah. career whatsoever but you're going to enjoy that Saturday night, not at the track every, because, and to be honest with you, Ron, you're going to find yourself at the track about half of the time anyways, just as a spectator
0: yeah, okay, and, okay. and walking
1: around and, and you're going to, yeah. it's awesome to be there. Yeah. Um, but those Saturday nights away from a racetrack is, is actually pretty fun. Like expect, you know, if you've got your cabin and you and the wife can sit there and, and, uh, whatever you know sit on the end of the dock and and go for a boat ride or whatever it is kind of thing it is it is super nice to have that time off now i will tell you i'm i'm mm-hmm. gonna be at granite city i think you knew that uh james that uh, great was, news to hear oh it great. i'm so excited You're gonna do,
0: it. And you um, and james that's gonna be a fun team you guys are gonna do well
1: i hope so i hope so i'm i am mind-blowing excited to be back on the mic and so it is um I, I'm really excited to be back. So to hear you say that you might be back, you know, full-time of full-time four nights a week, that's more than full-time for, for an announcer, but that is uh, that's crazy. So, so let's go all the way back. When, when did, when did, what was your first race that you ever announced? What was the first thing that you announced and how did that come about? Cause I know how mine came about and it was, I had about four minutes notification that I was going to be the announcer at my first race. Is yours a similar story? Oh, is
0: it ever? I tell you what, this is a good one here. I tell you what, I was 14 years old, Kyle, and I was over in Underwood, Minnesota, right over here down the road, eight miles from my house. My dad was promoting at the time he built the racetrack in Ferguson, the West, okay. Weetown Speedway. Now it was at yeah. that time, West Central. Yeah. Well, anyway, he promoted a snowball race over there. And old, uh, God, I can't remember Kenny's last name anyway. Uh, he had a guy that, that was a good buddies of ours that. uh, he was a character. He was a, a real character, but he liked to party a lot. So anyway, here we are. We're over there, and they're going to run a snowball race. In the morning of a snowball race, the boys get together down at the local Legion Club there in Underwater, whatever it is. And Kenny apparently had a little too much fun. And in he, the morning. Uh, yeah, in the morning. I mean, we're talking about noon, and by noon, and, and he's he's passed out. Okay. going to work. Yeah. So they said, what are we going to do? We got our snowmobile. Their pie is only like 20 snowmobiles. At that time, they didn't wear helmets, I don't think, man. Oh, it is. And my dad says, I got a kid that likes to talk. So he says, Ronnie, says, get up here. He says, they had a, a old ambulance with a PA system. And here I go. And of course, you know, I could about imagine, thank God there was no tape of that thing. It had yeah. been one of the worst things people ever heard. So <laughs> I announced that snowmobile race. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, so then I got away. But for many years, I. I helped my brother, I pinned it for him. And then we, we owned the race pack at, at Fergus here where I watered the track and sold popcorn yeah. with mom when I was 11, 12 years old. And of course, I, and then uh, finally I, I raced, uh, I, I, I started racing in about 75 in a sportsman car here at Fergus. And, uh, and then I went from there, I had a red tri-can late model up at Fargo and, and then back to Fergus and Alexandria. And I raced around this area for nine years. Okay, and uh, finally i was running out of money i just i just couldn't the construction was was not going good and i was working right. at the local dairy in town and i just so i finally realized that you know this just isn't going to make it so anyway i, I uh, the last year i raced uh, they were looking for somebody to announce at fergus well i was still racing at alexander so i was racing at alec uh and then i jumped in at fergus here and took over down there a little bit for the guy that the uh, it just He said he he, he said he just didn't follow the racing enough. And, and, of course, it was good for me because I'm fresh out of the race car. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got that part was probably the thing that saved me. I was probably the worst announcer you ever heard in your life. <laughs> but I, I kind of knew the racing, so that got me by it. So I did that that year. Well, then about a year later, uh, Don Domney, who's very good. I mean, this guy is one of the best announcers you ever find out there. Uh, his daughter ran for Miss Minnesota. And he said he and his wife decided that we've got to take a year off so the they could follow her. Sure. That was a big deal for her. You can probably imagine. Yeah. And, you know, he took that year off, and I'll never forget the first time I got down to Kyle, I stood in the middle. And at uh, Weetown, we probably had 200 people and 25 cars. I was related to most of the people. They didn't <laughs> beer up there, you know. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, I get to Alec, and I'm down in that infield, and there's 12 1,400 people in that grandstand. I get the microphone, I'm looking at them, I'm thinking, I can't talk. What am I, I going to do? So, finally, I, I did finally get rolling, and I stumbled and screamed and hollered like a fool, you know, up and down, jumped up and down. And Don uh, took that year off. while his wife enjoyed the golf course life and that kind of stuff. So, Don never came back, and uh, 33, year late, 33 and years later, sense. I was still there. <laughs> but, and I never left, because I really enjoyed it there. But it, it, oh, is crazy how that goes? It we is. actually bring – I was so bad that when we had any kind of a big show, like if the NASCAR guys anything really came up, We'd bring Don back in and I knew better too. And I would take care of the local shows, but sure. I wasn't, you know, capable of taking on, you know, stuff like we do now. You guys handle, you know, all the stuff that just amazes me. What you know, people you all talk to and stuff. But but anyway, so that that's how I ended up doing that. And then I there and then of course it, from there I went to Madison and Montevideo and, and these other little tracks were looking for people and I was full of energy, you know. I thought, well, sure. let's go do this, you know. Yeah. But so- uh and- it's, it's
1: one of my, I mean, that's, it's, I talked to announcers, you know, Corey Litton and Chris Colstead, and, and, uh, I knew Keith Moylan uh, who I'm sure you yeah. knew. I knew. Oh Keith boy. Yeah. He well. was probably as good as anybody in the business
0: ever. Yes.
1: Yep. And, uh, and everybody has a similar story of how we all got started kind of thing. And it, it's mine was very similar. I was at a motocross race and I, I showed up in Bemidji. I live in Brainerd. Uh, yeah. um, up in Bemidji we went and did a motocross race and I went there to be the flag man and, uh, and I wow. showed up and there was already somebody flagging the practice and I'm like why in the hell am I here and they're like <laughs> um, you're the announcer and and like boom, they were gone and I'm like right, no that's not happening I, I don't know how to do that and it, it's just it just came out it was it was Isn't that like, amazing addicted yep. Yeah, here you are. You're still going strong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was uh, I think 20 years ago, probably is when that was. And so uh, isn't that amazing? It's been it's I couldn't love it any. And then my very first dirt track race ever, uh, World About Law Late Models. That my first first time ever grabbing a mic at a at a dirt track, World About Law Late Models. And so that's baptism by fire right there. That was it. oh my gosh, what a
0: started up here and just been doing this ever since. <laughs> it's yeah, I've been kind of laying low all my whole career too. So, yeah, I've, I've exactly. been
1: so any idea how many tracks you've announced at in those in those 30 some years that you've been talking?
0: Oh boy, well in North Dakota, let's see, I've been out, uh, I, I've done Red uh, River Valley, I think there in Jamestown, I might've been out there once twice. I've, done, I've worked at Huron, um, Brown County in South Dakota, Minnesota. I guess I've worked at uh, Madison, Montevideo, Canby used to run some races down there. I did do a North Central Speedway way back, yep. uh, fill in in Ogilvy a time or two just to fill in for those guys. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, I've done uh, the Fergus Track, I 94, Norman County up at Ada, Buffalo yep. River. Uh, you know, and and I'm um, trying to think I, I might be missing a couple in there, but mostly just mostly just regional stuff it's right here. Close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't gone far away and it's it's worked out, you know, well, like I said, uh yeah. but I'm I'm pretty lucky to do snowmobiles in the winter. Most of these guys, if they're any good, they're going down south and working. You know what I'm right. doing? Exactly. I was 28, 24 below two weeks ago. I'm up there in Strathcona, Minnesota doing a snowmobile race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. so I thought, I think I hit the big time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah.
1: So, um, impossible number to know. How many races do you think you've been now? Individual, it's gotta be thousands, right? Yeah, it it
0: might be because I was doing for a while. I was, you know, when I was really, I did actually one year, I did five nights because West Fargo ran on Wednesday. So I was doing West Fargo Wednesday. I think I was doing Wilmer Thursday, Fergus Falls on Friday, Saturday, was Alexandria and Sunday back to Glendon,
1: yeah. but they were all
0: pretty close. And, and that year, I think I just did over a hundred, but usually I've been averaging about 80 a year for, well, I guess, truthfully, a for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Alec was, Alec was the first one for, you know, three or four years. And then after that, I started to, you know, cause there was just, people didn't want to do it you know they, they didn't mind to do it but it's a grind you know how it is oh Kyle. for you sure it say, is yeah people that don't think i'm in my little office here i've already been working on some stuff for this afternoon my wife helped me download some stuff for the new announcer at uh at uh, Alexandria. Yeah, i gave him yeah. some information yeah. there to help him because i got uh, quite a bit of data on the racers and stuff i to make together. sure he gets yeah. that yeah. no yeah. absolutely so um something you just said
1: something that reminded me is um now i'm blanking on the question i got so into your story yeah. that i've blanked on the question but doesn't matter so yeah. is is there a is there a you know 30, 30 some years and and 20 years of you know four and five nights a week i just remembered what it was uh, you you need to buy your wife some roses this week because five nights a week four nights a week now now you're cutting way back and just doing two nights a week She's, she's honestly the most understanding wife
0: in the world. Yeah. She's been amazing. Although I tell you what, for the first few years, she went with me, uh, for a lot of years when I did Alexandria, my little son, Ryan was, I think two, three, four years old. Uh, them, uh I, he'd kill me after the race because he'd have to go to the pits and get pictures and autographs from every of every driver. Yeah. So we wouldn't get out of there sometimes for an hour afterwards. Cause he'd go from car to car. You know, and he, I've got that's, a box. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should bring it out. I got a box that's, you know, uh, about almost three by three. I think it's full of race car pictures. That he that's got the, best. that's the best. But yeah, so she did for about seven, eight years. Uh, she never missed And then I had an old friend of mine, Walter Bergman. Uh, Walt just passed away. He was 88 years old. He died on December of uh, 2018. Walt rode with me pretty much to every race I went to. He's a single bachelor and old farmer. Sure. He loved racing and, you know, it was nice to have the company, especially coming back from Monty yeah. and Wilmer Monty and drives types. They're two hour, two hour drives late yep. at night. You know, a lot, some nights we wouldn't be back till two, three o'clock in the morning, you know, if it yeah. got late, but, and they didn't have as many curfews back then. Now, of course, you know, Wilmer's set up where you got to be done at 1030 and Alex right. and stuff. So yep. in a way, that's kind of nice, but yeah, he rode with me all the time until I lost him. Now, last year was the first year I went a full year without him and, you know. Yeah, that,
1: uh, that yeah. makes a huge difference too then. So yep. Yeah. Yep. So the question I started to ask then and then remembered the question was is there, you know, 20 years of four nights a week, is there is there a, a thing positive or you know, a, a a bad moment or a good moment, or maybe one of each that that is like the standout moment in your illustrious career?
0: Boy, you know, there's so many kyle i i, I there, there's a bunch of them you know uh you know i guess the 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 bad ones are you know looking back at some of the bad accidents we had and, and stuff luckily I, I don't think that i had anybody we lost him i we, joe, joe Songer, you know got sick and had a bad heart attack down at Montevideo one night yep and uh, that's one of the memories that you think back and and you know and then with mike runs uh had a deal and, and we just lost mike here a couple weeks ago you know at Fergus here, that was just a few years ago. Um, you know, the, the highlights are some crazy things, uh, watching. I, one of them is a, a guy by, by the name of material, i stud, we call him. And he'd been racing for nine years and had, you know, he usually was, you know, he just didn't have the big bucks though. So he was usually tail end, Charlie. Sure. And we got to Fergus here about 10, 11 years ago and he gets out there and he's running short tracker. So, I mean, this is not a big class, right? And by golly, and I'm thinking, you know, we'd never seen him win, and everybody knew it. And all of a sudden, we get down there, and, and we're counting her down, and, and the cars are falling out. There's only about three still going, but Stud's hanging in there. And he won the heat race. A heat race, I'll remind you. Of. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I was excited. I about had tears in my eyes. I was shaking. The people in tailgate were running down to the fence, holding yeah. their beers up, yeah, cheering him on. I mean, he was like the legend, you know. Of on the Daytona 500. Oh, it was amazing to see that thing. And what a thrill that was to see him get that thing. And, and, and uh, that was just a fun thing. That. And then I, I remember one time also at Alexander, Betty Jensen. Oh, that was way back when the girls didn't race much. Yep. And now we got Ashley and that bunch. Then girls yeah. will flat out whip your butt and spank you and send you home. But exactly. anyway, Betty Jensen was running a Mod 4 against Jesse Clug and a bunch of really good racers. And I'll never forget, she got out there and she got. She got out, got out front of these guys, and she's hanging on. And we're counting it down. We get down to five laps, and she's got four to go, and she's hanging. And the grandstand, Alec, they had a streak there where they were getting a couple thousand, twenty-two hundred people a night. Pretty soon we're down to two laps, and again we got the excitement was building more. he's yeah. hanging on, and here they're coming. They're both attacking her from the back, and we get to the white flag, and they're, they're, now, they're, now by this time the grandstand's up, and they're going crazy. Yeah, I mean, the place is screaming, going nuts. And she won the race. That, too, I think, it was probably a heat race. But I mean, it was an amazing win for her. And I tell you, I'll never forget, you know, them are some of the fun little things, you know, to Absolutely. see. Absolutely. And of course, you got so many great ones, you know, watching over the years. Jeff Hinkemeyer out of St. Cloud made some great moves. Dan Eber, the guy from over your way, is as good as anybody. He's he's done some amazing runs. Uh, Kent Mant out of South Dakota, I seen him come in one night Donald at Wilmer. Started a heat race the back he literally drove up on the wall and went around them guys and won the thing and uh oh i thought to myself i knew it was good i didn't realize it was that good <laughs> it's like herbie herbie the yeah. love bug yeah yeah just up and just literally i think he put two wheels in the wall down there and he just blew right by people that i thought whoa yeah you know and of course he's won 800 races you know so
1: there's but, so yeah, so that's
0: that's a few of the things there you know
1: yeah mine mine that are like that like the your to echo your story when you know it's a first time win and you can typically you can see it coming for weeks um you mentioned ashley meriworth uh her first win was two months in the making she would she'd be Mm -hmm. right there right there just get past with two laps to go or or you know just a little up the hill and somebody would get underneath of her. And it just kept, it was closer and closer and closer. And everybody in the pits was like, might be this week, Ash. Like this is, it's going to be this week. And yeah. I kept telling her, you have to do it in Brainerd. If you, if you win this thing in Princeton or you're in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or wherever you're running, it's gotta be, I get to be the announcer. <laughs> and she didn't, I think she actually got it. I think it might've been in Princeton. She got her first, first win, but yeah. um, uh, it was so exciting, like those first wins are so exciting to be a part of because the crowd knows it. The driver is, I mean, it's such a, a euphoric time that it's as an announcer to be a part of that. And then the thing that I love, and maybe it's a, it's a vain thing is, and maybe I would like to know if you do this too, when, when Ben Kirkton from Dirt Race Central posts all these videos and then they show back up as memories three years ago, four years ago, and you listen to it and you get to call these like amazing moments. Yep. How, there's, the one I'm thinking about with you is uh, maybe two or three years ago, Dan Ebert went from third to first in this like massive slide job in Fergus Falls, come down the back stretch and just slide job two guys going into turn three and made it stick and, and got the win on the race. And your call of it was brilliant. And those are those are the best part about being the announcer. That
0: and you you don't have to show up early to get the best seat there. <laughs> yes, isn't that true? So? <laughs> is that funny? I'm just speaking to Ashley, I'll never forget she ran a hornet, you know, down at KRA in Wilmer. Yeah. And you know, she whipped them guys in that hornet all the time, you know, down there. I'll never forget the first time she won a feature. We jumped down to give her do an interview. And of course, this gal gets out and drops her. Uh, ties her parachute around her uh, yep. the waist and gets out of the car. And all these young guys at the grandstand look at here's this girl. It could be a model. You know, Ashley's yeah. very pretty, anyway. She's beautiful, yeah. And she got all her nicest. I think the thing I learned about Ashley if she'd have a flat tire and pull in, there'd be 22 guys and three fist fights trying to change that tire. Jack, they just lift the car up and throw a tire on. Yeah. some of these poor guys pull in there and they don't look at me like what's your problem buddy not, <laughs> not her <laughs> but no, the, exactly and, she, and she's a better better that whole family's very nice you know that, they are their best brothers,
1: yeah yep. aren't they nice brothers people? And, yeah yeah um so my story like that the the holy cow moment in the in victory lane was in brainerd mm-hmm. um aaron johnson who you know well uh, yeah. aaron, oh, i call wow. him the phenom four, four, two, when he was running, uh, uh, you know, Hornet still, he yeah. won his first race ever. And he, and Aaron has grown into his body now, but when Aaron was 13, 14 years old, he was like three feet tall. Like he was just a little <laughs> kid. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and he jumped out of the car and was out of the car on a Hornet and you still couldn't see him. Like he had to walk around the car <laughs> and everyone was like, that kid's seven, or like how in the world <laughs> yes. is he able to drive? And uh, and man, what a career he's had so far.
0: Isn't that amazing? That yeah. is so not fun to look back on some of them like that. Like, yeah, like you said, I I was thinking Tyler Hall. I had the same situation with him, Buff wherever They got out the guy doing the interview was looking for the driver and he was standing right next to him. You okay. know, Tyler was pretty, Right, I think he was 12-13 years old when he was winning races. You know, it's it's amazing, these kids, yeah. you know.
1: That's it's pretty awesome. So so I'm an announcer, Ron. I've, I've done it for a while and I, I feel comfortable doing it. I haven't done it as long as you and certainly not nearly as I I could start doing five nights a week now and, and still never catch up to the number of races that you've done. So for myself and all of the other guys that are announcer type guys that are maybe haven't done it as long as you, what, what is your best piece of advice to an announcer?
0: Well, I think basically just go out there and have fun, relax, enjoy yourself. And, and, you know, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you gotta do, do, do your prep work, of course, you know, and, and, and then don't be afraid to walk around. And then, you know, and some of the great stories are just sitting around talking to some of these guys, Absolutely. it's tough before the race sometimes, cause they're, you know, how they are, they're a little focused, they're working. some guys, yeah, they're working Yeah, Uh, sometimes it's easier after, and sometimes it's, it's tough because you're tired, you want to get out of there and go home and relax, but. And 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 of course, uh, you know the banquets and stuff are good, but just to kind of get to hang with them a little bit, you get so many great stories from them, yeah. you know. But I think the big thing, like you said, the big thing is if you love cars and you love racing, that's the number one secret. You're gonna do just fine. Yep,
1: and that's uh, I I agree with you. I've I've been to tracks where the announcer is is punching a time clock and doing his time and getting the hell out of there and it's and you know right away it's it's not enjoyable to listen to at all so um so we do on this show after the checkers we do what's called the pay it forward question and so my last guest was a guy that you're going to know extremely well uh from your early days as an announcer his name is nate tc
0: Oh, you bet.
1: Yeah. And so he was my guest last, the, my previous <laughs> guest. And yep. he had a question for you. And then when you're done with that, I'll have, I'll give you my next guest. And we're going to have <sighs> you ask my next guest a question. So, okay. so uh, Nate's question was, what is your all time favorite track that you've been to? Not necessarily even as an announcer, but he put mm-hmm. a, he put a, a little asterisk with it. It can't be Viking and it can't be Fergus Falls.
0: Okay, are you there, Kyle? I lost you for a minute. I don't know if it was my phone okay. or what. No worries. Are
1: you, Can you hear me now?
0: Yeah, you're back in. All, all right. right, sounds perfect. Okay, so, my so, all
1: time favorite track, it can't be Viking, right? It can't be Viking and it can't be Fergus Falls, he said. Okay, yeah, that's fine.
0: Oh boy, there, you really got me going on this one here. Uh, you know, truthfully, the favorite track i, I uh, that really got me excited was talladega a track i never get to work at ever yeah for some reason that big banks of that's that place there i drove up to it and the guy told me he says if you drive your car around you gotta average 72 miles an hour you'll tip over to the inside Side down yeah and that to me uh, is still the size of that thing when I go there, when I got there, and I never worked there, but I thought, oh, look at this place. And, you know, that's that part. Now, you know, as far as this dirt tracks and stuff, oh, gosh. You know, um, I'm looking back, and it probably, you know, the one of the crazy places was Canby. They had a fair race down there, and they'd hang a canvas up. And I'll never forget, because the dirt chunks would go flying out into the midway and knock sure. people out if you weren't careful. And, and that place, <laughs> I remember seeing them big clumps. That was, you know, that clay down in that valley yeah. down there. It's not like that sand I got up here at first. <laughs> they had that big chunk. And they hit that big blue tarp up there. And every once in a while, I want to go through it. You think, all right. Throw. Well, there's somebody laid out in the middle of the midway out there. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, was a cool little place to announce. It was just, uh, you know, there was grass growing on the straightaways because we don't race there once here, Right. And that little place, it was just a, what a hoot it was. And I had a ball down there. I mean, and it was just a. I tell you, it was like, we all come out of the woods that night, boy, I tell you, you, know, I tell you a bunch of wood ticks, and I am one, you know, so here, <laughs> so here we was, you know, That's awesome. But, so that, that was there, that was there really, you know, uh, places that, that, that really Tell me, I appreciate that and, and uh, give them a high five for me. You know. I will, I will, I will. So
1: my next guest, another guy in, uh, I'm looking so forward to interviewing this guy because his personality is 10 times what any, like he might have the, and I I don't know the guy well, but his personality is so huge in the dirt track world. It's the number two Captain America, Dennis Zeck is my next question. Oh boy. Yeah. And
0: so what is is your question for Dennis? Boy, how did you get lucky and Laura ever marry you? You got the luckiest guy in the world. Must have been a dark night that night, Dennis. So i just get, we can start with You know, one thing about Dennis, uh, you know, he's, uh, I, I guess the big thing is, what what's he going to do when he's done racing? He's already a better announcer than I am. If he, that's how good the guy is. I mean, he could do that. That's awesome, isn't he? he the guy yeah. is just amazing. Yeah, and you're right. He's got a great personality. And, uh, you know, like I said, but... Uh, it's pretty amazing, yeah. But you tell him, like I said, you gotta give him a little grief about Laura. She's just, she's a, what a singer, and what a what a nice person, you know. Yeah. No, no but I will, uh,
1: I will ask him. You, you, are you are royalty in the dirt track world, and so you get two <laughs> questions.
0: Yeah. So. Just let me know if he's coming after me, so I can get out of. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a text. He didn't like the question. Okay, no. give me a text. I'm heading out. I'll be out in Dakota for a few weeks.
1: Exactly. No, that's no, I think Dennis will, I think he'll appreciate that question. Both of those questions. I think he'll appreciate that. So
0: Ron, I, I,
1: uh, I look forward to seeing you. I am going to try to make it to a couple of your tracks this year and I will absolutely come up and, and, uh, and shake your hand. and, And maybe if you're nice enough, you'll let me
0: just listen next to you kind of thing you come out in and sit out with me. I'll put you to work for a while. You come out and visit. <laughs> I, like I said, if I get down, to, if I get down check you guys out at Grandin, I'll be down there. I'll come out and Please say do. hi. Same to you. It's been just a, a blast visiting with you again, Kyle. You just do an amazing job over there. And keep up the good work on this thing. You're, you're promoting our sport. And that is so amazing what you guys do. You guys are so professional. Uh, I, I used to see all some of that stuff they do on some of the net, major networks. I thought, you know, we got so much local guys that are so much better than some of them you guys are just you know blow them all the water you there's, know there is uh there's a little truth to that
1: i we had a conversation me and a, and a previous guest about the the talent in central minnesota driver wise uh-huh. well,
0: um
1: they i i would put you know there's there's four or five guys that you would put against anybody in the country in a modified yep, or yep. a late model or whatever it is and and I think I think our guys would come out ahead more often than not, you know. they the talent is so deep and so
0: unbelievable, you know. Oh, you are so right. Well, you got uh, Danny Ebert, Landon Atkinson, and two young guys there. Every yeah. down I run those the US MTS guys now, they're gonna make some noise and make it Absolutely miserable. Absolutely they are. And there's a hundred more. Like I said, I'll take the top ten in any class we got here. We'll take them south, and I'll guarantee yeah. you they'll know we're there. Yeah, for dang sure. So
1: Well, Ron, uh, absolute pleasure chatting with you as always. Uh, I look forward to seeing you this summer. And if if you find yourself in St. Cloud on a Sunday night, I will be mad if you don't come and say hi.
0: I will do that. Okay, take care. Keep up the good work, Kyle. You bet. Thank you, Ron. You bet. Yeah, bye-bye.